Isn't it cool? Amen. Praise God. Isn't it awesome? Amen. Say it with me. There is, there is. A, healer a healer in the house today. The house today. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. I like that song. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Excuse me. Praise God. Well, we're going to get into healing school tonight. Are you all ready? Yes. Let's pray. Father, thank you in the name of Jesus for the anointing. The manifestation of your presence, Father, to speak, to hear, to understand, and to know on all facets, revelation knowledge, revelation understanding, revelation wisdom, but by your presence, the manifestation of your presence, the anointing, we receive right now, Father, what we have not known. We receive what we have not had. By faith, intentionally, we step forward right now into the light. Receiving the impartation from you that is of you, that is in Jesus Christ, that is by the Holy Ghost. It's through faith by grace we receive you. And we thank you for it. We give you glory. We rejoice. We have it. And we're enjoying it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. hallelujah. Amen. Did you bring a Bible? Yes, sir. We're going to use it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to God. This is healing school. Amen. And tonight, specifically, we're going to deal with and talk about the prayer of faith. Amen. The prayer of faith. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm still moved every time I think about it. Uh, the very first time I ever heard uh, Brother Copeland say this concerning Brother Oral Roberts. That brother, he said, Brother Roberts was the first man he'd ever seen that used his faith like a mechanic uses a tool. Intentionally on purpose. That's good, isn't it? Amen. I think most people just think about faith as kind of like religious conviction. Right. Amen. Amen. And there is saving faith when someone who is, who is not born again receives the, 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 the confidence to receive Jesus as Savior and they're saving faith. But then there's working faith. Right. And when the Bible says the just shall live by faith, Romans 1.17, Galatians 3.11, Hebrews 10.38, Habakkuk 2.4, the just shall live by faith, that's, that's dealing with working faith, Amen. applied faith. That's faith that you use intentionally. Amen. Well, open your Bibles to James chapter 5, verse 15. Woo! Hallelujah. James chapter 5, and let's take a look. I'm going to teach for a little while here, then we're going to do a Q&A, and then we're going to do a workshop. Amen. 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 All in about an hour. Amen. Amen. Well, that depends on 
Okay. James 5, let's look at verse 14. Now, this is a letter to the church. All right? God has made provision for healing for His people always. In the Old Covenant, there were provisions for healing. Amen. And in the New Covenant, there's provision for healing. Is any sick among you? Among who? Among the church. Let him or her call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Last month we dealt with this word save. It's the exact same word for heal. It means to heal, deliver, rescue, and make safe. The prayer of faith shall heal the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. Now, the body of Christ has put a lot of emphasis on the elders, on the laying on of hands, and that's important. They've put emphasis on the oil. I know some people that, uh, man, their faith is in the oil. Now, I've got a little vial of oil in my bag over there. I keep it with me all the time. I've got one in the truck. I've got one in my wooden carpenter box, my toolbox. Things in a little old canvas bag with a drawstring on it. I mean, it's been there for a long time. You never know. Because you've got to meet people where they are. But the Word of God says clearly in James 5.15, the prayer of faith shall heal the sick. You see that? Doesn't say the oil will heal, heal the sick. It doesn't say the laying on of hands will heal the sick. It doesn't say the elders praying will heal the sick. It says the prayer of faith shall heal the sick. And the Lord shall raise him up. When? When the prayer of faith is prayed. I just, I'm going to go slow here for just a minute because it's real important. We get this. The church has got to get this. It's the prayer of faith that heals the sick. Right. Now, do I still use oil? I told you I've got oil in my bag right now. I'll, I'll use oil. But my, my confidence isn't in the oil. My confidence isn't in the hands. Amen. Point of contact is, is, is a trigger for the release of faith, but it's the faith that causes the work to get done. Right. Amen? Amen. The, the elders, the reason that, you, that the Bible says you should call for, that people would call for the elders, is the elders in a church are supposed to know these things. Yep. And the head elder in any church is the, is the pastor. Right. Amen. Amen. It amazes me how many churches I can think of right now that the elders, including the senior pastors and on down, don't have a clue about these things. That's right. they, they know that if you pray a prayer of salvation, a, sal a sinner's prayer, you pray a sinner's prayer, you can get saved. But they don't know the difference between praying the sinner's prayer and praying the prayer of faith for healing. So they don't have any faith for healing. God might heal you, might not. Amen. I'm not putting anybody down. I'm just saying this is what the Word of God says. The prayer of faith faith shall, shall save or heal the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. Right. That tells me something, Rob, that the Lord works with faith. 
Well, the Bible does say in Hebrews 11:6, without faith it's impossible to please God, right? It's faith that motivates God, not hands being laid on, not oil, not elders. It's faith. The prayer of faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will raise him up. So let's unwire that misreading right there, because most of the church reads that to say, hear, hear it this way, the prayer of faith will save the sick, heal the sick, and the Lord will decide to raise him up. Let's put it in the right terms. The prayer of faith shall heal the sick, which allows the Lord to, li to raise him up. Amen. Which what, what the Lord is there waiting for. Faith. Right. So let's look at this. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Amen. And to those of you who are online with us, praise God. Welcome to Healing School. Amen. Amen. Romans chapter 10. I did, have, I did write this down this particular way to say this to you. The Lord works with the prayer of faith, which is kind of what I just said in a different way. Amen? Amen. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> pardon me. And hearing by the Word of God. Say it with me. Faith, faith comes by hearing, comes by hearing the, word of God. the Word of God. Well, what's faith? What is faith? <coughs> That's our English definition, amen, but the Greek word is pistis, P-I-S-T-I-S, right? And it literally means confidence. Confidence, confident trust. So let's get it down to the simplest term because we're going to go to there in just a minute to Hebrews 11. So confidence and confident trust comes by hearing the Word of God. Amen. Confident trust, confidence, confidence for what? Well, we're in healing school, so we're talking about confidence for healing. Right. So the prayer of confidence. The prayer of confidence, confidence for the prayer of faith, the prayer of confidence, which heals the sick, comes by hearing the Word of God. Right. Pretty good, isn't it? I want to get, say, so well, I've heard these things. We've, I know we've heard all these things before, but we're putting them together. Right. Amen. One of the things I used to do in industry and manufacturing, uh, we used to go into factories, all different kinds of companies. And, the, and they wanted to, companies that would want to kind of partially automate or help with machinery, build new machinery in their systems, their manufacturing system. And, and uh, sometimes you had to create entire new pieces. But a lot of the time, when, we, when you're really good at this, you're a good integrator. Right. You, you know or you find out the things that already exist and you integrate them together in a way to get a new result. Right. Amen? Amen. <laughs> well, we're integrating scriptures here for a new result. What's that? Healing every time you pray the prayer of faith. Amen. Not hit and miss. Not occasionally. Amen. Amen. I'm thinking about you. Y'all have got children. And think about the children and how, how immediately, I mean, your confidence goes out through the roof when one of your babies needs healing. Right. Amen? Amen? I mean, it's like hammer down. 
I'm on the word, your word says this, it's confidence, I, I'm not taking, and I know I've stood with him, uh, it's not, I'm, we're not taking no for an answer, amen, I'm going to get this for this little one, how'd you get that? By the word of God, but it's the prayer of faith that the Lord works with, not the prayer of strong wishing, not the prayer of strong desire, amen. Not the prayer of think so, but the prayer of confidence. Now I want you, but how do you get, how do you get, how do you can do, okay, so now, wait a minute, let's, let me back up a little bit. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. That's how faith comes. And faith, and it says hearing and hearing by the word of God, which means just because faith come, came one time doesn't mean that's going to do you, yesterday's word is not necessarily going to work for you for today. That's why you feed on the Word every day. Just like last week's cheeseburger won't benefit you today. You can remember really well. Let me get off cheeseburgers and get on something healthy. You can remember really well a great meal you had last week. You can remember that meal and start describing it to the point you salivate, but there's no nutritional value in it. It does you no nutritional value unless you eat it today. Same way with the word. Faith comes by hearing. Confidence comes by hearing. Confidence comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So faith comes by hearing the word of God. I want you to go to Jude, Jude verse 20. Amen. Wouldn't you like to have a 100% heal rate? We do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Pastor Sherry. Amen. Where did I tell you? Jude? Jude? Somewhere in chapter 1 in Jude. <laughs> Trying to trick me. Verse 20. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You know what most of the church hears right there? Building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. That's not what it says. The Word of God says, You, brethren, building up yourself in your most holy confidence. By praying in the Holy Ghost. So faith comes by hearing the Word. Amen? Amen? Well, how do you build yourself up to use it? How do you... Because yeah, I've heard this taught. You build up your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Faith comes by hearing hearing by the Word. You want to build up more faith? More Word. Your, your faith level is directly proportional to your word level. That's the way it works. It's the way it is. But if you don't have the oomph in yourself to use it, you can have all the faith in the world. And I know a lot of people have a lot of faith, but it's really not very usable. They believe in healing all over the place, but they can't seem to be able to believe for it. Why? They need to build themselves up, build yourself up, build yourself up in your most holy faith. Build yourself up. I've got a number of hammers. For some reason or other, God has blessed me with hammers. I got little hammers, little tack hammers, and every now and then it's, it's, it's kind of fun if you've got some tiny little bitty thing, you know, you want. And I've got framing hammers where you can get two hands on the handle if you want to. Right. Amen. Amen. 
But I've watched guys that were used to swinging a 16 ounce claw hammer, carpenters, try to step up to a 20 ounce and didn't have the forearm strength to swing it all day long. They needed to build themselves up in swinging a hammer. It's kind of that simple. So you can build yourself up in faith, but if you're not capable of using it, it's really just great belief. Now you've got to build yourself, you've got to build the faith, but then you build yourself up how? What are you doing? You're intentionally building yourself up to be able to use your confidence. Do you have confidence in God? A lot of people do. A lot of Christians have confidence in God. They have no confidence or very little confidence in themselves to move Him. And it's faith that moves Him. They have little confidence. uh, They're not built up themselves. They have little confidence in their ability to use the Word of God or to use their faith. But if you build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, now you know you're a person of the Word, and now you're a person of the Spirit, and you have, you have built yourself up, amen, and you continue to every day. You never stop working out. Amen. amen. So you're feeding on the Word, and you're praying in the Holy Ghost. Why? So that anybody, including yourself, that needs healing, you can pray the prayer of faith and get the result. That's right. Well, why do we see this done sometimes, and they didn't get the result? You've never seen that. You've never seen that. Because the Word of God says the prayer of faith shall save the sick, shall heal the sick. Amen. Amen. All right, the 20-ounce claw hammer shall drive the spiked nail if the person swinging the hammer is built up enough to do it. Right? So when we're applying the Word of God to a situation where healing is needed or desired, and we don't seem to be getting the result, we never ever say, the Word is not working. We never ever say, faith is not working, because the Word of God says the Word never fails. Amen? And faith, the the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Amen? I heard this said this way, and when I say this, I'm going to have to explain it a little bit. Every failure, what looks like a failure, is a faith failure, a a prayer failure, I mean. Amen? I know a lot of people that run their mouths a lot, but they don't pray much. Amen? I mean, I, I learned this years ago, three decades ago, uh, listening to some of my mentors, that it's real easy to, you know, to, to, to recognize people that don't pray much, they talk a lot. Yappity, 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 yap. Amen. So when a situation comes along, they're talking about it or talking to it, but not necessarily with confidence. Anytime you've seen, now, now I'm not, now listen to me, now, I'm not saying that some projects take, um, they take more faith than others, okay? The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Right. He didn't come to mess with, borrow, 
and push around. Right. Amen. Amen. So just because you didn't whack it one time and drive that thing out with one prayer of faith doesn't mean it's not working. Right. Remember Daniel? And the angel showed up 21 days later, right. said, Daniel, you were heard from the moment you first prayed. I was sent Amen. to get the result. Amen. But even I was troubled on the way. But I came for your words. Amen. I was sent because of your words, Daniel. The prayer of faith doesn't look at the situation. Confidence doesn't look at the situation and say, I wonder if this is working. Confidence knows I'm driving this nail, whatever it takes. Right. Amen. Amen. I'm still back on the claw hammer, the nail, and the wood idea, okay? Confidence says, I'm, I'm not going to be defeated in this. Uh, one time, me and Puss Sims and Pickle Puss and Parmer Lee and Chet Brummett, we, were, we, were, we got a job to build a set of tire racks for a great big garage. They did a lot of truck work, and they wanted tire racks, and they wanted them built out of native lumber. Uh, and so we went to the sawmill, and we, we were shopping for oak, native lumber. That's, that's non-kiln dried, not plain. It's hard stuff. Well, they were all out, and he said they didn't have any oak. Completely. They had poplar, but that's too soft. Right. But they had a whole bunch of hickory. Now, a hickory is really hard. I mean, it's hard, hard. So we bought two bundles of it. And then we bought, I don't know if you know what a 20-penny nail is, but it's a spike nail that's bigger than a 16. A 16 is what normal spikes are they're about three and a quarter inches long but a 20 is about four inches long and it's a lot thicker and then if you buy commons that means they have no cement coated so they're thicker and they're they're stiffer and you know they're, they're big nails they're somewhere between normal spikes and railroad spikes right. <laughs> they're, not, no, they're not that big but they're hard to drive and it doesn't matter how big your arm is when you start driving 20 penny common nails spike nails in hardwood, you're swinging your hammer with both hands. Well, we were bending them because the hickory wood was too hard. So the owner of the garage, he had some used motor oil. So we got us a bucket of used motor oil and we started dipping the nails in the used motor oil. That helped. We'd get them in so far and they'd still bend. So we gave up, just didn't build them. This, this faith thing just isn't working. Whoever made those spike nails made them wrong. Something wrong with this hammer. No, we got out our drills and we drilled pilot holes for every nail. And then we dipped them in used motor oil and we drove those suckers and we built the strongest set of, 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 of tire racks out of hickory wood that you've ever seen in your life, and I guarantee you those things are still standing in that garage. And that was, I don't know, 40 plus years ago. 
The garage is still standing. I saw it just a few, you know, a couple few months ago. We were in that town. I'll bet those tire racks were there. I'd love to get in there, look around. Because there is blood, sweat, and some tears in those tire racks. But they got built. Point being, that's a beautiful example. Point being, if you're built up in your most holy carpentry, you're going to get the job done. Whatever it takes. We needed a little more motor oil. And we needed a word called a drill to drill a hole in that thing. So we went back and we got more confidence. We went back and got confidence. We went back to the Word and we got more confidence. And we put that confidence to work. And then we built ourselves up. We got more anointing oil. And we dipped that anointing oil. And then we laid into that thing and, and we drove it home, man. And we made those racks, all right? And that's, that's the way some, some healing is a process. But don't you ever look and say, this ain't working. Because the Word of God doesn't say, the prayer of faith shall save the sick sometimes, right. and the Lord might raise them up. No. And too many times Christians are able to say, well, I know the Lord didn't fail. I know the Word didn't fail. I know the faith didn't fail. It must have been me. Probably was. Mm -hmm. That's no excuse to quit. Amen. You got me preaching again. Amen. That's no excuse to give up and say, ah, oh, this faith stuff just doesn't work. Yes, it does. Well, it works for others, but not for me. Build yourself up in your most holy faith. Father, I desire more than anything else in the world. I'm born again. I desire that every time I pray the prayer of faith for anyone, including myself, for healing, I've got it. Amen. See how it works? Go to faith, Jim. Build yourself up. Oh, amen. Glory. I promised you something this morning I haven't delivered on yet. Sean's on the camera back there. Uh, you want to show us, James? Sean, you want to? Can you, can you zoom that thing in? Show us, James, real quickly. This is a plank. What he's going to do is a plank. And Sean, you call it out if he doesn't do it right. Just get on him here. Get zero in on, zoom in on him. Amen. Now see, and he's, see how he's got his head up? His head's not down. See how his body's straight? Amen. Now you think that's not much effort? For the first 30 seconds, it's not. And if you're real good through your core strength and your back strength, the first minute's not a big deal. If you're really, really good, the second minute's not a really big deal. But I don't care how tough you are. When you get into that third minute, you're feeling it. Amen. You can, that's okay, I don't want you to, you, thank you. That's a plank. Amen. I picked on James because I know he had a very active uh, afternoon, and I didn't want him to fall asleep over there on the front row, so now he's awake again. Amen. No, I just teed How do you get to do that? You build yourself up. You build yourself up. Well, I don't think I want to do that. Now, that's, a, that's a real problem in the body of Christ. Um, when when, when we, want, we want to be healthy, but we don't want to build ourselves up in our most holy faith for healing, for confidence, for healing. Amen. Pastor Sharon and I have walked through a number of things. Not, not everything that's come against us, either one of us personally, 
uh, have we just said, oh, I'm healed in Jesus' name. And, and it's just over. Sometimes it's a little bit of a process, ain't it, Pastor Mama? But there's some things we know. The Word of God can't fail. Faith can't fail. God, the Lord Himself can't fail. And we're going to build ourselves up in our most holy faith so we, faith so we can't fail. Amen. Amen. And I would suggest that it would be real wise to not wait until you're in serious trouble to start building yourselves up in your most holy faith. I mean, when, when the, day of, the day of the marathon race is not a good day to start training for it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Jude verse 20, look again. But you, beloved, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Now look at Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11, because there's a real key here. Verse 1. Hebrews chapter 11. Y'all right? Everybody doing okay? Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is the spiritual substance of things hoped for. This Bible word hope means intensely, earnestly expected. Faith, confidence, is the spiritual substance of things intensely, earnestly expected. When you pray for healing for yourself or someone else, do you want it? Of course. Do you desire it? Of course. Do you wish it would happen? Of course. Do you intensely, earnestly expect it? Because that's what the Word of God supplies for you. If you don't intensely, earnestly expect healing to occur when you pray the prayer of faith, then you're not in Bible hope. You're not intensely, earnestly expecting. So, faith is not the substance of things strongly wished for or strongly desired. There's a lot of Christians have strong desire. And they're speaking the word based on their strong desire, but they don't have an expectation. Don't miss this. These are fine-tuned adjustments. This is healing school. This is healing school. This is, this, the, these are fine-tuning adjustments. When... when when I, when I take a quarter-inch drill bit out of my drill set and I put it in my drill and I plug the drill in and I bore a hole with that drill bit, I intensely, earnestly expect to have a 250,000-inch hole. That's a quarter of an inch. A one-quarter-inch hole. I don't expect a three-sixteenths. That's .1875. Okay? I don't expect a three-eighths hole. I expect a one-quarter inch hole because that's what I use. I have intense, earnest expectation. Right? When you apply the Word of God that says, with His stripes you were healed and by His stripes you are healed. That's a very specific Scripture. When you apply the Scripture that says, He sent His Word and healed you and delivered you of all your destruction. That's a very specific Scripture. I am the Lord that healeth thee. Very specific scripture. I will heal your bread and your water and take sickness away from you. Very, very specific. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. 
He, he forgives me of all my iniquities and heals me of all my diseases. Very specific. Intense, earnest expectation. That's Bible hope, and that's what faith is the substance of. And if you don't have the hope, you're not releasing faith. You, you, you may be releasing something, but it's not faith. Because faith is the spiritual substance of things intensely, earnestly expected. If you have an intense, earnest expectation of God, can you trust Him? Can you? Of course. That's why we have confidence, and then we have confident trust in Him to back us up on what we intensely, earnestly expect, because what we intensely, earnestly expect, we got from His Word. Amen? Amen. Isn't that good? Yeah. Say, so, well, Pastor Bob, we've heard all these things. I know, but why aren't you doing them? You're not doing them for the same reason a lot of people don't do them. I'm not saying you're not at all, but I'm talking about 100%. I'm talking about 100% operation. This is the way we confront everything of sickness and disease, especially in the 21st century culture of, 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 of global sickness and disease. Amen? Now, some of you uh, in, in this congregation, we've, you, we've dealt with stuff. I've watched you deal with things. You, you might not have seen me deal with things because, you know, I tend to not show that. Amen. Amen. I'm not hiding it from anybody. It's just that I, when I get attacked, war is on. I have an intense, earnest expectation that I win. So when I apply confidence, which is faith, I pray the prayer of confidence, then I have the spiritual substance of what I intensely, earnestly expect. Now, okay, I've watched you use your faith. But I'm telling you, things are going to get darker as the world, as the, as the time goes on. Right. And more and more people are going to run to your light. Mm -hmm. amen. amen. I don't want anybody in this congregation, anybody in my realm of influence, amen, being curious or concerned about are you going to have enough word or enough faith to withstand what's coming? The answer is yes. Amen. So I'm going, to, I'm going to, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. So I'm going to fill myself every day with the word. I'm going to build myself up in my most holy faith. You're going to build yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 So you have... You have the, the spiritual, the mental, emotional, and the physical wherewithal to use your faith. Amen. Amen? And you have intense, earnest expectation because the Word is true. Amen? Amen? It's good, isn't it? So turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 8. I'm not going to read every word of this, but I want to show you. I'm, I'm going to deliver. So faith comes by hearing, right? Hearing, hearing what? Hearing the word, right? So I'm going to deliver you some word. Are you ready? I've been looking forward to this. See, I feed myself. One of my, one of my Bible ribbon stays in Matthew 8 and 9. You're going to see why here in just a minute. It stays there. has for years. Verse 1. When he, Jesus, was come down from the mountain... Great multitudes followed him. And look, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you will, you can make me clean. Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, and saying, I will, you be clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. <laughs> Did Jesus manifest the will of the Father, God? 
So in this one instance, we can say it is God's will to heal. Because this guy said to God in flesh, Jesus, he said, if it's your will to heal, you could heal me. So don't let anything ever say to you again concerning yourself, your children, your family, or somebody else, maybe it's God's will to heal you and maybe it's not His will. That suggestion of thought's got to go away. Right. Amen. Amen. This guy had that question. He said, God, you know, I know you're God and you can, you can heal me if you will. And God said, Jesus said, God said, Jesus said, God said, I will. Amen. Be clean. And immediately it's clean. Amen. Isn't that good? Yes, now I just want you to check up on yourself now. I watched a little bit of NASCAR this afternoon. And in those pit stops, those guys that carry those great big fuel cans, they sock that fuel can into the side of that car and they hit, they hit the handle and whoosh! Right? And they can tell by the poundage and the pressure of fuel that goes in, the, the fuel pressure, how much went in there. Right. I want you to watch your faith gauge come up inside your spirit right now. Amen. In you, this evening, right now. Verse 5, When Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came to him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant is, is lying at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. Jesus said to him, I'll come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come to my house under my roof. Just speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I'm a man under authority. And he goes ahead and talks about how he says go, another come, they do it. And Jesus said there in verse 10, truthfully, I have not found such great faith. No, not in all of Israel. And verse 13 Jesus said to the centurion, you go your way as you have believed. As you have believed and manifested, you've spoken words of faith, be it done to you. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you notice your fuel level, your faith level go up a notch? Amen. Verse 14, when Jesus was coming to Peter's house, he saw his wife, Peter's wife, uh, wife's mother, his mother-in-law, laying there in sick of a fever. Jesus touched her hand and the fever left her. She rose up immediately and ministered to them. <laughs> Even works on mother-in-laws. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 16. When the evening was come, they brought to him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with, you see that word his? It's in italics. That means it wasn't in the original Greek. Just mark a line through it. He cast out spirits with word. And healed all that were sick. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you notice your faith level go up another notch? Amen. This is the word of healing. Right. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm, giving, I'm, I'm causing you to hear the word of God concerning healing. Amen. This is who we are. This is what we do. We're his body. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory. Verse 23. When he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And, and behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. And the disciples came to him and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're perishing. We're dying. He said to them, 
Why are you afraid, O oh, you of little faith? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Pastor Bob translation. And when they got into 2020, there came a plandemic, a fear-demic, a scam-demic. It was a real virus, just like the storm was real. There were real waves. There was a real sickness, just like the waves were real. There was real sickness, just exactly like the water was getting in the ship. And he says to us, why are you afraid? Yes, there's a deal going on. Why are you afraid of it? Right. Amen. 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 Oh, you of little confidence. Be aware. Don't be letting people breathe on you that's got COVID. Right. Amen. Amen. I think one of the greatest things that came out of 2020 is we got back to washing our hands. <laughs> Hallelujah. Imagine that. You know, they ought not to have to have any signs in any restrooms anymore that says employees must wash hands before returning to work. Are you kidding me? And yet we were at a minister's conference not too long ago within the last year, and I was standing there washing my hands with soap. And I watched a couple guys come out and just walk out and leave. I marked those men, and I didn't get near them. Preachers. Word of faith, preachers. That is sick. It's crazy. It's nasty. Great words around the sanctuary here. It, it, right? Curtis is over there walk, cleansing his hands right now. Praise God. Don't know if he's feeling guilty or if he's just feeling wanting to be cleaner. I'm not looking. I'm kidding. I'm with you. And he said to them, Why are you afraid, O you of little faith? Then he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. And the men marveled, saying, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? And when he was coming to the other side, into the country of the Gergesenes, there met him two that were possessed with devils coming out of the tombs, exceeding fierce, so that no man might pass by that way. And, and behold, they cried out, saying, What have we to do with you, Jesus, you Son of God? Are you come hither to torment us before the time? And there was, there was a good way off from them a herd of many swine feeding, about 2,000. So the devils besought him, saying, If you cast us out of this, these men... Let us go away into the herd of swine. And he said to them, the demons, he said to the demons, he said to the demons, go. And they were come out. They went into the herd of, of pigs. And behold, the whole herd of pigs ran violently down a steep place in the sea and perished, drowned in the waters. And they that kept, the pig keepers, that fled, they, them that kept them fled, went their ways into the city and told everything and what was befallen to the possessed of the devils. And behold, or look, the whole city came out to meet this Jesus. When they saw him, they asked him to please get out of here. <laughs> we, we don't mind having some demon-possessed people around that keep us from going down certain roads, but we don't want our pigs messed with. Don't mess with our crops. Amen. Let us have the demons instead of the, don't mess with our money. 
Don't mess with the way we make our money. Uh, but do you understand, do you see what Jesus is dealing with here? He just going, I mean, Matthew 8 and 9, this is beautiful. You ready? Verse 9, chapter 9, verse 1. He entered into a ship, passed over, came to his own city. And look, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, what, what, what? Seeing what? Their confidence. Said to the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, your sins are forgiven you. And look, certain of the scribes and with, said within themselves, This man blasphemes. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? What's easier to say, your sins be forgiven, or to say, Rise and walk, so that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins? Then he said to the sick of the palsy, Get up, take up your bed, and go to your house. And he arose, departed to his house, and when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power to men. Do you notice your faith level rising? Amen. This is your Lord. Amen. Amen. He lives in you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Verse 18. While he spoke these words to them, behold, there came a certain ruler. This is Jairus. We talked about this this morning. Right. Saying, my daughter even now is, is even now dead. But come lay your hand on her and she'll live. And Jesus rose and followed him. So did his disciples. Then a woman with issue of blood came. She put a demand on him. And in verse 22, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith has made you whole. Not my faith, not God's faith. Your faith, your confidence has made you whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Jesus came to the ruler's house. People making noise. The minstrels were singing. He said to them, Give place, for the maid is not dead. She's asleep. They laughed him to scorn. But when he put all the people out, he went in, took her by the hand, the maid rose. Verse 27, Jesus departed. Two blind men followed him, crying, saying, You son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was come into the house, the blind men came to him. Jesus said to them, Do you believe I'm able to do this? They said, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. What did we find out about their faith? And their eyes were opened. And Jesus straightly charged them, don't tell anybody about this. Verse 32, as they went out, behold, look, they brought to him a dumb man possessed with the devil. And the devil, when the devil was cast out, the dumb spoke, and the multitudes marveled, saying, it has never been so in Israel. Wouldn't you love to have that going on right here, right now, where you live? It's never been this way around our place. Our house ain't never been like this. Do you feel your faith level going up? This is the word of God concerning healing and deliverance. And Jesus, verse 35, went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the news of God's goodness in His kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Amen. Healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Right. Do you suppose that would mean He's healed every sickness and every disease that's known to man? Amen. 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 Well, praise God. That's what I wanted to do. God. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. Now let's take a couple minutes and let's just pray in the Holy Ghost, all right? With the intention, intentionally, just like James come down here and intentionally did a plank, we're intentionally going to build ourselves up in our most holy faith concerning this Word concerning healing. All right? You ready? 
We'll count to three and let's pray in tongues. One, two, three. Karase bakalatisian de la tesoko rokasiski. Yan lando zuski shamata la tesiri. Brakungula tesian de lokoske. Beata koske. Gilanian lono de jishkiradisi. Shinganda. Tekaki in the dochishibad de la tese. Dia alemad la dochkenda de diskiridiat loton de lebana. Be la katishke de bokuta. Rongo la tasindi. Bella candlata sede bocosta. Resque la cassede bocota. Delanda, 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 la da rishke de yat lotosodo. Rococolata sede bocota. Balanda dishke de yat lotosoco. Bicanda, bicanda, bocurocuca, la da dishke and la da Remember, you're building yourself up in your most holy faith right now. Sibatalatos, you've got the word. Kescamata letisede. Your most holy confidence. Kiresire makaladad indian lotosoto. Shigandan banditidishkidadisite. And if you're online with us and you've never been baptized in the Holy Ghost, you guys keep praying. Yeah, if you've never been baptized in the Holy Ghost, praying with other tongues, just lift your hands up right now and receive it. And if you have been, receive a fresh baptism of the Holy Ghost, praying in other tongues. Amen. He's going to give you words, sounds, and syllables coming up from the inside of you in the name of Jesus. And you, but you got to speak him. He won't take over your mouth. Kebata tishimaka da tishimaka da yoto. Rokokola na na diandla tasere mokosta. Giala tasere bokuta. Giala tasere bokosta. Sianglanga da diski. Sianglanga da diski. Dianglongo da diski da bakiata. Simatla tasere. Diala da diski da bakula tasere mokuta diski. Jinganda deli da diski da bakurudoso. I just heard somebody's thoughts. Uh, I, well, I, what if I don't feel any different? You know, my body feels achy sometimes after I've had a good, strong workout. You know, when I've been lifting weights, doing cardio, and really going after it, sometimes my body feels achy. Right? Do I feel like I help myself? Oh, the next time that there's any kind of demand, I can tell I've helped myself. Because the muscle memory goes back to where it needs to go. Amen. The cardio ability goes, that muscle, that heart muscle, amen, goes to where it needs to go. Amen. The veins, the arteries, everything, the whole cardio system, the, the, the oxygen, the lungs, everything, it comes up to what it's used to doing when it's in a workout. So think about that when you're praying in tongues and this thought comes to you, you're just wasting your time. You ain't got time to be doing this. You kidding me? Building yourself up in your most holy faith? I'd be doing it all. I, well, I shouldn't say I would be doing it. I do it all the time. Amen. Why? Because when there's a demand put on it, guess what? I'm ready. Amen. You're ready. You be ready. You're ready. Amen. I remember when Dominic got confronted. He was this baby, new, new baby little thing. And he got confronted, and you two just, I mean, you were hammered down. It's like, no, in the name of Jesus. I'm so proud of you. Because you put the word in intentionally. Saved that boy's life. You know it. You know you did. Amen. Yeah, right. Nope, not in this room. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, glory. Let's do some questions and answers. Hallelujah. 
She shut up, didn't she? <laughs> Amen. Yeah. No, oops, we don't, we don't talk like that in that room. Not with those people. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love it. Amen. It's good for you to have a reputation of being one of them strong faith people. That's a good reputation to have. Amen. There was one guy, one, one, one man, I didn't know anything about him. I don't know his name, never did know his name. I just remember that he was a Pentecostal pastor in the town I grew up with in. But I remember him, I remember seeing him in a black top coat, and, and he had on a white shirt and tie, and he had kind of dark hair, but I was afraid of him when I was a kid. He bothered me. He didn't bother me. Just seeing him bothered me. And I didn't understand it. I just know I, I was a little bit afraid of him. But now I know why. The man was in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. It, he, he walked in strength, walked in, walked in power. And, you know, if you're running around some kind of snot-nosed, flesh-eating, carnal, carnal kid, that can be disturbing to you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Who's got a question? Glory to God. God's got answers. Amen. Amen. Anything online, if you've got a question online, praise God. Type it in. Let us know. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You going to be that easy tonight? You want me to preach another hour? We don't have to have a two-hour meeting. Okay, y'all quiet ones. <laughs> I guess I have to say something. <laughs> um, explain to everyone why we need to put the word in every day concerning healing and how um, when the crisis comes, when the word's there, it comes out. Yeah. And it dispels fear. Okay. I, that's the only way I can think to word it. Yeah. Jesus gave us a spiritual law when he said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's not just, that's not just a, a Christian philosophy, a Jesus philosophy. That's a spiritual law. Whatever's in your heart in abundance is what's going to come out. Your mouth is going to speak. And you living life in your normal day-to-day -day life, you expound, or excuse me, you ex expend or you use up, you burn faith. Right. Amen. You, you live, you, li you don't realize it, but you're, you're living, as a, as a child of God, you're living by faith all the time. Right. And if you've got a real low le word level, you're still living by faith. Right. You're just weaker. Right. Amen. Amen. But you're still living. That's right. and this is why so many people struggle with things. So it's vitally important to get nutrition every day. We're, you know, we, we're, we, we do these supplements that go along with the food we eat. We get some stuff that makes sure we're getting proper nutrition. Amen. Um, so, well, yeah, but, you know, you, you're kinda, you guys are kind of weird. That's all right. I'm kind of weird, but I'm kind of I'm healthy, too. I'll be, that's all right. I'm all right being weird. I'll be 67 in a couple months. I'm real healthy. Healthiest I've ever been in my life. So I don't mind being called weird. But I make sure I get the nutrition. I make sure I get the right nutrients because I'm, I'm living. I'm going to burn it up. Well, spiritually, we do that. 
And that's why we've got to get the nutrition of the Word every day, but not just enough to just get by, but enough to be joyful in our existence. I love uh, one of the things that uh, Nicole Crank, her, one of her, her newest book, she's talking about, she's got a book called I Will Survive, and then she goes, no! And it's like this, the top of the cover of the book says, I Will Survive, and then it's got this page ripped off, and it says thrive. Amen. We don't want to just survive today. We don't want to survive tomorrow. Right. We don't want to go to bed tonight and go, well, I survived another day. Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We want to thrive. It's okay for you to want to thrive. So, so word nutrition is everything. You're burning it every day. It doesn't, somebody, I know this, I, I love this idea that Joyce Meyer gave us years ago of canning the word, putting it on the shelf, but that's great, but that's in excess to what you're burning up every day. That's right. That's, right. <laughs> that's not just, I put some word in today, so I'm canning it. Well, you don't get to just can it and leave it alone. You're going to burn it. If you put it in a tank, it's coming out because you're waking up, darling. Tomorrow morning is coming. And when you wake up, you're going to start burning the Word. You're going to start burning faith. You're going to start living. Amen. Think about this. Every time you resist the temptation to cuss, you burn faith. Every time you resist the temptation to lie or deceive, you burn faith. Every time you resist the temptation to do any of the nasty junk you used to do years ago. Maybe you never used to do any. Okay, some of the nasty stuff I used to do. All right. Every time you resist the, 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 the garbage that's in the world, how are you doing that? By faith. By confidence in Him. Why would you do that? Because you're walking by faith. You live by faith. The just shall live by faith. So you're burning the nutrients, the spiritual nutrients. It's the sub substance of the things we intensely, earnestly expect. Okay, I expect to live as a Christian. Amen. Amen. There's one I started to say a minute ago, and I checked it, but I'm going to say it because it needs to get said. Every I'm pointing at the camera now, but it's all the rest of you. Every time you resist the temptation to get angry and get in strife, you're using faith. You're burning it. Amen. And if you're real prone to strife, you're burning a lot of it. Amen. Amen. So what do you got to have? More word. And more building yourself up in your most, more, most holy faith. More word, more faith, more tongues. I'm so glad God made this clear. We don't have to pray the prayer, oh God, give me faith. Get in the word. You get faith. It's, it's like wet with water. When you get the word, you get faith. Just like when you get water, you get wet. You don't have to ask for wet. When you've got water, you've got the wet. Right. We saw that at the water park yesterday, didn't we? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Pastor Jerry? So along with that, <clears throat> thinking about canning the word, being in the word every day, when I got this injury on my eye, I didn't have my scriptures up on the mirror in my bathroom like I had years ago. Yeah. I just took it for granted that reading the word every day mm -hmm. and praying in the Holy Ghost every day was enough for me. Yeah. And I did a few things that I didn't know I was doing wrong. 
as far as my eyes concerned, but I found that out, and the Lord showed me. But the thing about it is, is when I put those scriptures up, I, I printed them off, I cut them out, I put them on my mirror. Yeah. My, my bathroom is the guest bathroom, so I didn't want to have a bunch of paper all up over on, on the mirror. <laughs> right. But when I did that, <clears throat> some of them of which you read tonight, I began to look at it and say it out loud. Amen. In the mirror yes. every day. And it built my faith back up because yeah. there's a difference between sitting and reading the word and actually being up and looking at it in that way. Yeah. yeah. Especially. So, you know, you ask, well, how did you get a cut in your eye? I have no idea. But I know the enemy attacked me. Yeah. And the healing began to increase when I put those things up on my mirror amen and i used to tell everyone put them up on your mirror put them on your refrigerator but i i stopped doing it yeah i'm it's not like i'm trying to confess i'm just saying <clears throat> this is a life example of how faith can work yes. in a person's life yes and even if you're a minister you know you think oh yeah i've read enough word i've been reading and teaching and preaching and healing for years mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do I need to do that? Well, yeah, you do. So <clears throat> to maintain your healing, you know, you, you train your body to be obedient to the word of Christ, which is the blood that bought your body. Yes. You train it to be obedient, and you tell it it is obedient. But when something happens to it, if you don't have something to look at and something to speak out loud... Amen. Your healing might take you a little bit longer. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So I'm just sharing that because we want to maintain our healing. We want to maintain our divine health. So good. That Jesus paid for at the cross. So good. Our bodies are not our own. Yes. We've been bought by the blood. Yes. Amen. And we have to tell our bodies sometimes, you better line up. Yeah. Sucker. <laughs> right. You're serving me, the yeah. spirit. Yeah. You're not serving yourself. Yeah. So Amen. anyway. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Because I, as you're saying that, I'm getting the picture here of like, let's consider this as your cupboard at home, your pantry. Right. And you've got all kinds of good food in there in your pantry. But it's in the pantry. Right. But when you do what you've done, when, anytime you do what Pastor Sherry's done, you pull it out of the pantry and you feed on it. It's not doing you any good in the pantry. You may have it, and you may know it's in there. You may be the one that put it in there. Hopefully you are. Hopefully somebody else is not putting food in your pantry. But it doesn't do you any good until you pull it out, specifically what you want to feed on, and you feed on it. Amen. I love it. You get it in your mouth. You get it in your mouth. Amen. You fill your heart with it. Because what, here's another thing I didn't mention a little while ago, because as you're walking by faith every day, the reason that you're getting a drain on your faith and on your word level is because all the junk that's coming to the doubt and the fear that's coming at you. Right. There's all kinds of junk coming at us all the time. We all live in it. We live in a world full of junk. Right. <laughs> but we resist it. Well, that resistance takes spiritual energy. Right. Amen. Amen. 
So we have to, we, ha we don't have to, we have the opportunity to feed constantly. And I love it because when I can't stand and look at Scripture, if I've got it really in my heart, I can quote it. You can quote it out. You can speak it out yourself. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. You know what? I mean, when you hear the Word of God coming out your own mouth, that, that's an easy way to hear the Word of God. Amen. Amen. And then you hear yourself just, and all at once, it's no longer just an extremist Pentecostal thing. But it's building yourself up, working out in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Rob? Okay, so this isn't so much of a question, but it is more of a statement. It was around this time last year that the enemy tried to attack me with a stroke. Mm -hmm. And my uh, right side of my body had went into full paralysis. And it was the faith in 1 Peter 2.24. That's about the only thing that I could say. And even in the scanning machine, when they were running me back and forth trying to figure out what was going on, I kept repeating over and over the best I could, First Peter 2.24, by his stripes, I am healed. Amen. That's why I am sitting here today fully coherent. And I, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that's the only reason why I'm sitting here and not have the right side of my body paralyzed. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. Amen. That's good testimony. Praise God. And I'm so thankful you put the word in. You had the word to pull out. Amen. Praise God. Awesome. Another question. Anybody? Anything coming from online? No? Hallelujah. So... We've got a, a woman in the hospital right now, Mary Gail, and she's on intubation and ha haven't, has a stomach tube. And she's one of the most fervent little old ladies in our whole congregation. Amen. Um, I want us all to pray for her this week fervently and speak the word over her. Um, also, Trudy, she's in a, Trudy in a, in yeah. a nursing home right now. Yeah. Um, she needs prayer. My and mother, Kay's got my mother some things going prayer. on at home. Kay needs prayer. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the, they're, they're not all just physical illnesses, but, you know, uh, the word of faith and the prayer of faith affects every area of our lives. Amen. So we, we consider that divine health. Yes. <laughs> In spirit, soul, body, finances, and relationships. Amen. So anyone that we know of that has these confrontations come, you know, the prayer of faith is, is what we do. This is who we are. This is what we do. Amen. And we apply it to our own lives, and then we're full and out of the overflow. Thank we can Lord. minister to others. So I was, our work, don't, don't, don't give that away. So our workshop that we we're going to do tonight, I want to take a few minutes and do a little workshop tonight in praying the prayer of faith. So Pastor Sheree, would you come and lead us in the prayer of faith for Mary Gail, for Trudy, for Kay? Yes. Amen. And for anyone else that, that comes up, but would you just lead us in the prayer of faith? And let's, let's stand and let's be in agreement together. Praise God. Let's, let's get in faith together. Amen. Amen. And let's just let's make this our workshop tonight. Praise God. This is what we. This is how who we are. It's what we do. Amen. 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 
Father, right now we lift up Mary Gale. We thank you, Father, that you've given Mary Gale her breath, her life, and that her life is not finished and she is not going to die by way of accident or illness or sickness or disease. That's not what your plan is for her, Father. We know that without a shadow of a doubt. And Father, we thank you, Lord, that you've given her a call in life and you have you have told us that you will raise her up. Father, your word is powerful enough. Just by itself, even the, even if not we even if we can't go visit her. Your word is powerful enough to turn this situation around, Father. Your word says that you've given her life and breath. You've given her health and peace. You've given her completeness, every cell, every tissue, every bone, every organ is yours, Father, bought by the blood of Jesus. And as long as she has that breath, Father, she will serve you and finish out her call. So, Father, we breathe, we speak life. Life be in Jesus' name into Mary Gail's lungs. Viral pneumonia by the blood of Jesus. We put you under our feet. You have no place and no part. You go just like Jesus did. Go. And I thank you, Father, that you have healed Mary Gale. Thank you, Lord. Father, we lift up Trudy, Trudy Lay. We thank you, Father, for completing the call in her life that she isn't going to go by disease or accident. And she's not going to have to be lonely in some institution the rest of her life. But that she will have good days for the ends of her life. And Father, those days are going to be filled with health and with joy and with friendship and with fellowship. So Father, if it's your will that she be in that, in that facility, Father, I thank you for bringing her friends and people to, to socialize with. And, and Father, we thank you that Trudy has a way of witnessing that is unique to her and that she turns many hearts in that facility as long as she's there. We stand for her, Father. We stand that Trudy's memory is being restored and that she is not in that institution helpless, unable to think or talk right. In Jesus' name, she is healed. By the stripes of Jesus, Trudy Lay is healed. In Jesus' name. Father, we lift up every person in our realm of influence that we know of, our relatives, our loved ones, our friends. And Father, we apply your faith that you put on the inside of us to them. Lord, there's no weapon that's formed against our loved ones that can prosper because we, the anointing on the inside of us, can affect their lives and we just apply that anointing right now life be in jesus name devil get your hands off of them you have no place go away stop it cease desist you cannot hinder and thwart the loved ones that we have in our families in our realm of influence thank you father thank you lord that you've given us the word of life to give to other people. 
the word of life. Thank you, Lord. And as we give the word of life, our own bodies are quickened. Your word says that your spirit quickens. The flesh profits nothing, but the spirit quickens the flesh. And I thank you, Father, that our, our spirits are so full of life that we quicken the flesh on our own bodies and in the bodies around us. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for quickening us to better health, to better life. Thank you, Father, for causing us to have the right instruction on what to eat and, and what to, how to exercise so that we take good, good care of these temples. We steward these temples, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we don't want to defile the temples that you've given us. Lead us and guide us into healthier ways so that we can be good, responsible stewards of the King. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, we're going to receive our offering this evening, and it is 100% designated to the building fund. Praise God. Amen. We've been making some really cool adjustments and additions and changes in the children's ministry. And it has literally fired me up for our own building and our own children's ministry and school in the church. Amen. I mean, it's, it's really, I'm on. Glory to God. Amen. So, um, with your seed, as James spoke this morning, breathe the breath of life in your seed. Speak life into it. Amen. Eternal everlasting, perpetuating life, perpetual life cycles. Amen. So it, glory to God, knowing it's not just dying, but as that hull, that husk breaks off, the eternal, everlasting, perpetual life of the seed, which is the word you speak into it, is breaking forth. Amen. Hallelujah. We have stuff to do. We have the vision. We have the mission. We've got the plan. We've got the purpose. We've got the pursuit. Amen. We have the anointing to do it. Let's do it. Amen. Let's get our own building. Let's, let's develop a whole Super Kid Academy and Advanced Christian Academy. Let's just do it. Amen. Let's get out of the head of the devil and his trouble right. in the lives of our children and our families. Amen. Amen. Let's do this thing. Are you ready to sow? Yes, sir. Praise God. Let's do it. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, this thought hits me every time that we sing that song and that we minister in tithes and offerings and minister to the Lord. That when you sow into the word, when you sow into the kingdom, it's eternal. Now think about this. We, this morning we were talking about reaching into the eternal and bringing them out into the seen realm. 
But when you sow finances into the kingdom, that's taking from the seen realm and sowing into the eternal. Amen. And it perpetuates forever. Amen. Isn't that cool? And this whole idea that you came into the world with nothing, you're going to leave the world with nothing, that may be true concerning clothes and cars and houses and toys and stuff. But you are going to leave with something you didn't have. And that's relationships. So the more people this part of Jesus' ministry touches, affects, comes in, comes in fellowship with and partnership with, the more you take with you when you go. Because you're taking relationships with you. If you knew them here, you'll know them there. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Father, we receive this in the name of Jesus. I declare life be in every seed that's been sown. I command you in the name of Jesus, you are full of eternal, everlasting, perpetual Zoe life. In Jesus' name, you are exploding right now with generations of perpetual life in financial strength, material strength, doing the work of the ministry in the, kingdom, in the kingdom of God on the earth in the seen realm. Father, we thank you. And we bring this to you, Lord Jesus. You're Lord of this church. You're, you're the chief high shepherd of this church. We bring this to you for you <laughs> to bless it we bless it in your name. And it is now multiplied. It's multiplied to do all that you desire to do with it. In Jesus' name, we believe it, we receive it now, and we thank you for it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. All right. Tuesday evening is the ladies' meeting at 630. It's called Wow, Women of the Word. Right here at the church, 630 Wednesday, Wednesday evening is the men's meeting. It's called The Answer. Praise God. We have Zoom meetings available for both. Praise God. And uh, you guys, y'all be praying in agreement with us together. Let's be praying in agreement together. The voice of the King has been off the air for two weeks. We have, we have sessions recorded, uh, but we're working through technical issues. And one of, the, one of, the, one of those... One of those results that's happening right now is this week we will launch into a new platform where we put the voice of the king right on our own website. Amen. Facebook can't stop it. SpewTube can't stop it. Nobody can stop it because we own it. Amen. We're already doing that with these live streams. They're on the website right now for review and for viewing and review. We're going to do that the Voice of the King also. It'll still feed out to YouTube and Facebook and all that as long as they, whatever they do. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm not afraid to, to not be in partnership with the world. Amen. I'm not afraid to be in the world and completely separate from it. Right. Amen. Amen. And when the world... And the people that are caught up in the world are snaggled and they're all snared and they're all bound up and they want to get free. We're the boat. Amen. 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 The body of Christ is the boat. 
jump in here. You feel like you're drowning in the world? Get in. Amen. I love you. I call you blessed. I call you healthy. I call you wealthy. I call you free in Jesus' name. You know what happens next? Something good is going to happen to you today in the name of Jesus. I love you. See you next time. Love you guys. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Lord.